Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to Basket and Phelps. Season's over. Before we wanted it to be, there's no question about that. I don't know that many folks thought it would go as long as it did after everything that the Browns had to deal with this regular season. And I'm not sure how that settles with everybody. It, it's a strange situation right now. Guy who's going to give us great perspective joins us right now on the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. He covers the Browns for the Chronicle Telegram, brownszone.com, where you can read all of the fine work of Mr. Scott Petrak. Hello, Scott. How are you, Scott? I'm okay. How are you guys doing? We're all, we're all right. I'm More than anything, the way that they dodged the injury bullets all season long and somehow managed to keep winning, that is what stunned me on Saturday, that it just, for whatever reason, it all fell apart. Was it as stunning to you as it was to me? Oh, it certainly was. I thought they were going to win. I thought there was the potential that the Browns would win big. I thought the matchups favored them. Um, I knew that, you know, obviously they could lose. I knew the recipe to get to a loss, and a lot of that played out. But I never really thought about the Browns getting blown out. And on that recipe of, okay, this goes wrong, this goes wrong, this goes wrong, I did not see the defense getting destroyed in the first half. I know how, you know, the defensive struggles on the road throughout the year. We've talked about it. I've written about it. But it had never been that bad as it was in the first half, and I just did not see that coming. I don't think anybody did, Scott. I mean, gosh, poor Greg Newsom and poor Ronnie Hickman had themselves one of the worst games you've seen in a long, long time. I, I thought it was interesting in the postgame game and Jeff was the one who really pointed it out, was Miles Garrett saying, Jim Schwartz at halftime said, hey, this is this is what we're doing. We're doing what took us here. Is there any adjustment that could have been made to what they do? Or, I mean, it just it just seemed like after hearing that quote, Jim, Jim Schwartz was like, hey, man, this is my mantra, and this is how we roll. Yeah. It's interesting. I, ta- I asked that guy asked Miles that after the game, and then I was asking guys in the locker room yesterday. I don't remember if it was Greg Newsom or Denzel Ward. And – it was, yeah, this is who we are. This is what we do. Um, and part of me, you know, respects that, right? You come in with what you do and you do it best. And it's hard to make sweeping changes in the middle of a game. Sure. And Newsom said he didn't think it was a scheme issue. He thought it was the guys, the players, not being honed in on the little details, right? So, for an example, on that first touchdown to the tight end where it's a little screen pass, you know, the little dump off, and he goes 76 yards. Well, two guys go after C.J. Stroud, right? I guess J.O.K. and Oboe. Well, they're not both supposed to go after C.J. Stroud. 
right? So instead of it being a 76-yard play, maybe it's not a uh, reception or it's a short completion, right? And obviously Martin Emerson does a terrible job trying to tackle him. Instead of a 10-yard gain, it's a 76-yard touchdown. That looks like a bad play, like a bad scheme play, but it's probably on the players. And I think there's several of those examples. Having said that, that doesn't mean the Texans didn't have a great plan to attack what the Browns do. And they took advantage of the aggression. They took advantage of the fact that the Browns shoot everybody up the field, right, all their defensive linemen. And, you know, they're not the first team to know that the Browns do that. But if the Browns do everything on point and they get pressure, then it nullifies some of that. And they just didn't do enough well to negate any of the things the Texans are trying to expose. And when it turns into big plays, right, If Ronnie, when Ronnie Hickman gives up a couple of deep touchdowns, then you don't have a chance to fix it. You don't have a chance to get the negative plays that put Houston in a bad spot. And it just kind of snowballs on you. So, you know, I'd be, I'm really anxious, and I don't think we're going to talk to him until next season, but to get Jim Schwartz's take on this, right? Like, he knows his, his scheme is vulnerable in certain spots, and he's aware of that, and he tries to, you know, compensate for it. But they just didn't have those answers. And I think part of it's what well, you can call it a lack of adjustments, and part of it's the players not executing what he told them to do. Scott Petrax joining us. Uh, Scott, the running game disappeared late, and and I don't mean late in the game. I mean late in the yeah. season. And I went through and did some did some number work with Dewan Jones this year without Dewan Jones, and and I know they lost Conklin. We know they lost Jedrick Wills, but through the twelve games when Dewan played, they were seventh in the NFL, one hundred and thirty five point one yards per game, and after he went out they were down to 75 yards per game and their yards per carry dropped by one. I I think that the shell of a good running game is still there. If you get Conklin back Dewan Jones and, and Jed Wills and wherever they're going to play those three guys, we'll figure that out down the road. But do you think this team could use an upgrade at running back? Because Nick Chubb is not going to be there at the start of the season, unless we, unless there's some miraculous recovery. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot there, Jeff. I think, first of all, Dewan Jones played great, right? Way yeah. above expectations. Sure did. And if you talk to his teammates and coaches, they said the run game was the worst of his pass protection and run blocking. Like, they thought he was better as a pass protector than he was as a run blocker. So I think there's only room for him to improve there because he's as big as he is. Um, they obviously missed Jones. Excuse me. And they missed Jed Wills, right? I mean, for all the grief Jed Wills gets he's a good run blocker mm-hmm. and then you have Joe Batonio kind of in and out of the lineup a little bit not a hundred percent he talked about that a lot yesterday Ethan Posick missed a little bit so I think the biggest reason the run game suffered was the injuries and lack of continuity across the front five with the offensive line I think part I would, of it I was agree with that by the way I okay think I think part right. of it was when Dorian Thompson Robinson played Defenses did not worry about him throwing the ball, so they put a bunch of guys on the line of scrimmage. And then you go to December, and they go four games in a row, and part of that was DTR, um, where they didn't get 100 yards, right? They didn't even get to 100 yards rushing. And then they, they figured out a little bit in that Jets game. I thought Jerome Ford ran as hard as he had all season long, but that didn't feel sustainable. So I think there's a lot of issues, but when you ask looking forward, I think they need another body in that running back room. I think they like Ford. You know, and he's a, you know, like, I don't know if he's a starter, right? But he's kind of borderline starter. I think Pierre Strong gives you something 
but they need one other body in there. And I don't know if it, ha- you know, I don't think you have to spend like a high draft pick on a guy. I don't know if you had to sign a big time free agent, but you need to add somebody that to add to that mix and maybe to challenge Jerome Ford to be that one or to be the one A one B, right? Like that's kind of the guy I think they're looking for because they trust their scheme. And if they have their starting five offensive linemen, I think they think, Hey, we can run it well, almost regardless of who's back there, but they do need a little upgrade in the backfield. Scott Patrick, Chronicle Telegram, brownzone.com, joining us on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Scott, you brought up the running back side of it. The other one is the wide receivers. It Even when Flacco came in and took over and it seemed like this passing game woke up a little bit, you saw some Cedric Tillman in there. Of course, he ended up getting banged up, but it was basically the Amari Cooper, David Njoku show. Do they in the offseason need to look at that Elijah Moore spot, that second wide receiver, and maybe look to upgrade it, or are they content with what they have? I don't think they're content. Again, you know, there's so much nuance to all these discussions because, yeah, you look at that receiving core and you go, okay, you have Amari Cooper who, you know, who's a Pro Bowl receiver, right? And he's starting in the Pro Bowl, 1,200 yards. Um, We see what he can do. Like, he's a legitimate guy. Um, Then you go, okay, well, Elijah Moore was fine, 59 catches, you know, and then you look at the number three and you go, well, Cedric Tillman flashed, but Fleck off to also threw about six interceptions when he's trying to throw it to Tillman because they weren't on the same page. Um, you know, and then David Bell's David Bell. So you can obviously say they need, it needs an upgrade. That room needs an upgrade. And whether you want to go a number one that slides Cooper down to be an excellent number two, or you don't want to pay Cooper the money and you got to figure out how to restructure his contract or bring him back, there, there's the potential for a lot of shift inside that room. Now, Elijah Moore is going to come back, but does he come back as a two? Does he come back as a three? I mean, they, they thought he was going to be a two with the potential to be a number one. And I don't know if they're going to be willing to give up on that after just one season. So and I kind of think, you know, I kind of think Moore is going to be the two. We'll see if Cooper comes back as the one. I think you have to bring him back because he's been so reliable. He's a great guy in that locker room. And maybe you try to upgrade the three spot. Um, but we've been talking about this position all year. And, yes, it feels like it has those deficiencies. But when Flacco was in the game, and they were playing at high efficiency, which they did for the last month of the regular season. They threw for 300 yards a game. Yeah. He spread the ball to eight or nine receivers every game. So I think if your quarterback's good enough and your scheme's good enough, you don't need to have studs across that receiver position. Um, so I, I think it's a tough decision for Andrew Barry, and I don't think he's going to pay big money for a second receiver. So is it going to be Amari Cooper and then like a little fill-ins here and there, or – do they, you know, try to upgrade on Cooper and then kind of keep who they have? It's the rest of the receiving core. Um, I, I don't know which way they're going to go. We're going to talk uh, pretty heavily about wide receivers coming up at noon. By the way, everybody, the one thing about it, about it though, Scott, I, I would, if you look at what Andrew Barry has done, it's not like he's neglected the wide receiver spot. You know, he's drafted three in a row in the third round. And you didn't have anything higher than third-round picks the last two years, so you used you know high picks on Tillman and Bell. Schwartz didn't work. You brought in Goodwin. Right. Uh, you traded for more. The only thing I think you could say is it wasn't a lack of effort. Maybe you just didn't scout it very well, or you're not you're not talent evaluating as well as you should when it comes to that. That said, I still think Tillman could be good. David Bell finished strong. I think there's possibilities of the guys who are already here, but maybe you need to maybe reevaluate the way that you're evaluating this wide receiver position. 
I think that's a good point, Jeff. I do. I mean, obviously Schwartz was a swing and a miss. Um, David Bell is who David Bell is. He's always in the right spot. He usually catches the ball when you throw it to him, like most of the time, right? He's got good hands, reliable, finds the, you know, the open spots in the zone. It's not going to run by anybody, right? So there's a ceiling to what he can be. Now, he's an NFL receiver. He's going to be on a roster. He's going to be on this roster. Um, but, you know, he's probably a four or a five, which, you know, uh, is that a good value for a third-round pick? We could probably have that argument. Yeah. Um, I, I saw good stuff for Cedric Tillman. He's got strong hands. He's a big body. He can run after the catch. But there's work to be done there. Like I said, you know, he, he ran the wrong route multiple times um, with Flacco that led to interceptions, right? And maybe you just say, okay, that's a rookie, and he's going to get better, and that's the hope. So I, I think there is room for him to get better, and he can be a solid two or three at some point. The problem is you're going into next year with a bunch of expectations, so you need more than hope and potential. So that, that's why it's going to be interesting. I mean, I could see them run it back and just – replace Marquise Goodwin with a different veteran and say, this is our group, and we think Amari Cooper's got one more big year left in him. We think Elijah Moore's going to be even better in year two, right, like year two in the system. Like, I could see that. Um, I could also see them saying, hey, we have to be creative with the salary cap. We have to be creative. Amari Cooper's going to turn 29 or 30. Um, we need big changes. So I, I think that might be the most fascinating position on this roster. Last question for you, Scott. Do you see anybody on this coaching staff finding their way onto other staffs? Um, not really. You know, like, I don't think Jim Schwartz is going anywhere. I think he would have been interviewed by now. Um, and that performance Saturday certainly doesn't help him. Not that that should matter, right? It's a much – got to look at everything, not one performance. Um, but I don't think he's going anywhere. You know what? I could see – here's what I could see. Alex Van Pelt leaving to take a coordinator job where he can call plays. Um, you know, because I think there's a cap here with how much responsibility he has. He's not going to move on to be a head coach if he's not calling the plays. So if that opportunity presents itself, um, I could see Van Pelt leaving. Uh, you know, I don't know if I see anybody else making a jump to a coordinator job except him with that play calling responsibility somewhere else. Scott, we appreciate so much you being with us all season long. Um, please, let's continue in the offseason. There's a lot of work to be done here until the uh, draft and free agency and everything else. Thank you, buddy. You're the man, bud. Thanks. All right, sounds good, guys. Thanks. Scott Petrak, Chronicle Telegram, joining us on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. And again, brownszone.com, where you can read all of Scott's work. More Browns talk coming up a little later on. We're going to make Jeff Thomas do it next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So I watched the Browns and the Texans, obviously. Watched the Cowboys and the Packers. And one thing about each winning team in a game where these big-time defenses, Browns and Cowboys, were just destroyed, stuck out to me. One thing, and we're going to get into that at noon. I'm Jeff Phelps. My buddy is Dan Menigan. Is it the Dante from Clark's? We're not. I'm not even supposed to be here. No, that wasn't. Is that what it is? That wasn't it. That's what stuck out to me. (laughs) We just heard Jeff Thomas talk about the uh, Steeler-Bill game that was moved to today. So 4.30 is the starting time, and the weather's an issue, and they brought in fans. They said, hey, if you want to come help us, 20 bucks an hour and we'll feed you to shovel snow. (laughs) Bring your own shovel, (laughs) which actually makes perfect sense because, you know, where are you going to come up with 300 shovels? B-Y-O-S. Yeah, and... What if you bought 300 shovels and 200 people showed up? You got 100 shovels. Well, and not to mention, on top of that, you're in upstate New York. Yeah. You've got the creme de la creme Everybody, of shovels. if you want a shovel, that's your place. You're rolling in with the Cuisinart of shovels. I have a great snow shovel. It's a yellow handle thing with a real light. Ooh, uh, we may need to talk. But it's loose, and it, it, I'm, I'm going to have to get a new one. You've got to tighten it. A- anyhow, tighten that so they brought fans in, and the fans you know, helped shovel out and everything. But the game's going to be played today. And, Dan, it's still bad up there. What are they doing with fans and transportation? Yeah, so here? it's nasty. The Bills have just announced that fan, they have a fan parking and pickup location at a local mall that I guess there's an old Sears there. So for those of you Westsiders with, like, Great Northern Mall, how there's still the Sears that's right there, I guess it's the same idea in Buffalo. And there will be a shuttle that will pick up and drop off people uh, entering the, you know, I guess it's now called Highmark Stadium, which eh, got that going for you. And that's nice. a great idea to do that. Oh, gosh, you, know, you should do we, that anyway. I think that would be perfect. It'd we be, should do that. It would that. be perfect here, yes. Yeah, we should do exactly. that. Exactly. Rather me? than Go. cram into the city, hey, let's get as close to the lake as we can. Oh, the game's over. Three hours later, I'm on I-90. Should have a mess. Lo- this is a great idea. They should use old Sears locations for buses. This is tremendous. Right. Jeff, I think you're on to something. Old Sears locations. So you're on to something. they're going to play that game this. today, and then tonight it's uh, Tampa Bay and the Eagles. J.J. Watt, the former Houston Texan, went to Twitter. When he saw all of this, and it's now called X. And J.J. said this, and I want, I want everybody in Cleveland to think about this. Honest question, says J.J. Watt. Wasn't the argument for Buffalo's new stadium not having a roof that football is supposed to be played in the elements? This is multiple games in recent years that have been rescheduled due to weather. J.J. concludes, do we want the elements to be a factor or not? And I thought, I can't come up with an argument for you there. You're building a new stadium in Buffalo. 
I'll, let me take that back. I have one argument. It doesn't involve bless you, Dan. Dan just Sorry. sneezed. I have I have one <laughs> argument. It. it doesn't involve weather. Okay. Do we want elements to be a factor or not? Because JJ's right. You're in Buffalo, New York. It doesn't snow much more anywhere else in the world than Buffalo, New York. That's I'm sure, very true. I'm sure it does. Don't call me with that. But it, it snows like crazy in Buffalo. In Reykjavik, Iceland, they'll I know. get. Actually, Iceland's Greenland's warmer the, than Greenland. Yeah. Actually, Greenland's the one that gets pummeled. Exactly yeah. right. So do we want that or not? They're going to build a new stadium in Buffalo. The big argument was, hey, we deal with the elements. We're Buffalo. We're tough. Okay. Then why didn't you play on Saturday? Well, and again, in the same conversation that we always have when it comes to the Browns, and that same thing. Okay, your your quarterback is from Southern California. Your wide receiver, I I don't know where Stephon Diggs is from. I'm assuming it's not Buffalo. I think we could go out on a limb and say that one. Like it's not like these guys show up and magically gain cold right. superpowers. They're not all from Finland or Canada. Uh huh. It's not like a bunch of Norwegians show up and life is good. Yeah. Like it's. These guys still feel it and all that stuff. And, like, Buffalo, if anywhere. And, Dan, we're from here. We feel it. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. I got a scarf. <laughs> Mr. Wisconsin, a, excuse me. I got a scarf. I got a full-face mask exactly. for walking through here. Like, it's it's ridiculous. It was, this is, it was cold walking. This is too darn cold. So, but, but do you want the elements to be in there or not? Well, so this is where I'm torn. Is because as much as I, I hate what's happening in Buffalo. And I despise the fact that we have to, you know, we got to move these games and we got to, because we're worried about public safety because we couldn't get an ambulance into the stadium. It's like, yeah, you, you need that. Like, I, but there's another part of me that closes my eyes and watches Tom Brady whip balls to, you know, wide receivers in the snow, throwing to Dion Branch in the, in the tuck rule game and like that kind of stuff. But like, there's a, there's a romanticism that takes place with snow games yeah. in the NFL. Do you think, that the Miami Dolphins were affected by what happened in Kansas City weather-wise? Or did they just get smoked? I think they I, I think they just – can you do a little column A and column B? Because I don't know if – Yeah. Because Tua's arm isn't exactly built. Now the wind wasn't whipping, but Tua doesn't exactly have the strongest arm on the planet. Well, no, the wind was whipping. The wind chill was 30 below. Well, that's a valid point. But, like, Tua's arm isn't exactly built for that kind of thing. So, I, as much as I want to say, like, yeah, you know, that's what did it, there's another part of it's like, yeah, your quarterback doesn't throw all that hard now, to begin with, though. as anybody who's listened to our show for any length of time. And, and Tua's really good. It's not my Oh, he's terrific. May know, Andy and I are big proponents of a retractable roof. And this is one of the reasons why. Look what happened in Detroit last night. And that was a, an entertaining football game. Yeah. Did the folks in Detroit care that they were sitting inside? I think they probably appreciated it. <laughs> and Ford Field is a great facility for the city of Detroit. They do a lot of different things. In Absolutely. It. The only, and and I think retractable roofs the way to go. I I really do. I I love watching a clean game. Uh, to me, the when when it's so cold that Patrick Mahomes' helmet cracks, chips off in a big chunk. Okay. Maybe you shouldn't be playing outside. But here's the here's the argument. Buffalo want to spend all the money you have to spend on a retractable roof. I mean, that's tax those are tax dollars. No. You know, I and I can't blame them. No. And I can't and, either. And, and here in Northeast Ohio, same thing. You know, I, I get it. Retractable roof, big price tag. If the NFL wants to really protect its product and make it as good as possible, the NFL needs to get more involved in building stadiums. I mean, they need to they need to pony up a little bit more. That's, I mean, if you can go all around the world and play football games and move your entire operation 
to Brazil for a week, you know? If you can, you know what? I think it would be better for our team camaraderie, and I'm not making fun of this, better for our team camaraderie to go to the Greenbrier for a week. Let's go hang out at a resort together. Absolutely. And Jimmy Haslam just writes the check. Well, okay, because it would have cost you a heck of a lot less to keep everybody in Berea. If the NFL has this kind of money, they need to pony up more for stadiums if they want to avoid situations like we're seeing in Buffalo or games like we saw in Kansas City. Enough dough to build a week's worth of entertainment leading into a football game, which is the Super Bowl. And, I mean, they've got concerts. They've got mm-hmm. you know all sorts of stuff that comes when the Super Bowl shows up with it. Like, yeah. I'm kind of with you. The only way you could see it going a different direction is kind of if the NFL also has the same romanticism with snow games and nasty games and overcoming the elements mm-hmm. that we all do here as we sit and watch NFL films when they'll show the ice bowl again. And you'll see, you know, Bart Starr, just Jerry Kramer, which is nothing but puffs of smoke coming out of their mouth as they're, you know, going up against the Cowboys. Let me ask you this one. Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. The, the one argument about building a, tra- a retractable is that it's so darn expensive. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you're talking, you know, a billion, two billion, whatever it is. I, I don't I don't even know. It's just outrageous, okay? Yeah. Do you have to build that fancy of a stadium? For instance, and I've never been there, but I've always heard, the Carrier Dome in Syracuse, just a building. Yeah. It's got a roof on it. A lot of people call it a dump. Yeah. But guess what? They play. You go inside and you play the game. That's a, You play the game. If you put a roof on a stadium or it, you build a stadium here and it had a roof on it, 
but it didn't have the greatest of luxury suites and all this other stuff. Would you still not be able to hold all kinds of other other events in it? Yes, you could. Absolutely. Yes, you could. But the but the thing that you're you're running into there is now if you do that, you're taking money out of owners' pockets by not having them be able to give those luxury suites. Yeah, well, do they want to keep making money like crazy owning an NFL team and selling their television And rights? which is why I turn around and say, then, boys, if you want to have that, you better chip in. Yeah, Jim and Strong has a good point. Hi, Jim. Uh, Jeff, unless you – I mean, you did notice that they put a playoff game exclusively on Peacock, so obviously yeah. the money in their pockets is pretty important. That's a critical thing, yep. That's yeah, about 25 the, million people tuned in and watched it. Yeah, and Dan, I'm not so sure those players way back when, when you were seeing the smoke come out of their mouth, wasn't them just smoking cigarettes on the sidelines. <laughs> well, that's that's also very true. Yeah, that's pretty good. You're not wrong on that one. That's pretty good. Had to, stay, just to, had to stay warm somehow. That, Everybody huddle around the cigar. In the name of Andy, to correct the red pen, look, they, you, they could have had a dome, not a dome. It didn't matter. I mean, there was a public emergency. There was a travel ban in effect for that part of New York. Whether you agree with the governor or not, I don't care what kind of facility you had. It had nothing to do with, like, playing the game in the weather. It had everything to do with travel conditions and people not being able to get there, period. However, I agree with if, you. if, if they had had a dome, Jim, don't you know that it got two football teams and all of the people that they needed to play a game in there? That would have happened. Oh, I don't think so. Yeah, if you can't I, get I an that, ambulance up there, you're SOL. How could you get everybody in there game, if you couldn't, if, in, but not an ambulance? No, I don't think that they game. I don't think that game that. happens no matter what they have going on. I just I think that that was that okay. was honest to God. I think the governor strung armed the NFL on that to a certain degree. I just think that was the way that went. But I agree with you on the Kansas City thing. Look, nobody wants. I get it. It looks nice and it's it's miserable. You play this game in nice, not nice, but semi nice weather all year long, and then you get to the playoffs, the ones that matter the most, and you're playing like on ice. These games, yeah, it's it's. It's not a representation of what the game has been all year. I just hmm. we want the best players to perform the best, and you're just not getting that. Agreed, Jim. I agree that, completely, that's... Jim. Thank you, buddy. That's the thing. I mean, right here, our X-Bench is powered by Shiva Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry store. You can always tweet the show at CLA Talking Heads. Rob chimes in and goes, isn't it time for the NFL to assign playoff games to stadiums that are in domes or warm weather, regardless of which yeah. team makes it? No, no, that's... no, 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 no. Rob, no, I've, I've no, heard that, no. too, but I, I don't know, man. No. See, that's – Do not take home playoff games away. I know. No. I the know. NFL will become – And and if you're Detroit. No. let's No, hold on. If you're, if you're Detroit, and let's just say that's in place, and you keep winning, hey, wait a minute. We have home field advantage. We have a dome. Yeah. Why can't we play here? No, because we're, we're putting this game in the Superdome in Louisiana. You lose your home field advantage, you lose your soul. Yeah, I, I agree. One thing really stood out to me as I was watching the Browns defense get smoked and as I was watching the Cowboys defense get smoked. And it deals with something I've thought about our team for years. Next on Baskin and Phelps. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.